Are you in North Carolina right now? I am, yes, in Raleigh. Nice. How's it going? It's good. It's been raining for like three days straight, Um, so that's been annoying, but I think it's supposed to clear up for a game Saturday, which is great, so yeah. Fingers crossed. How has the season been so far? It's been good. Um, I can't believe it's like halfway through. We almost have our July break, which is so crazy. I feel like it's going by so fast. but then when I think about preseason, it feels so long ago. Like we went to Mexico as a team um, and that feels like a year ago. So like fast, but slow. I feel like that always happens with soccer, like the season, like it's, you feel like, oh, it's just the other day we were in preseason, but then it's like every day since then, it's like, it's such a time warp. Yeah, no, it's like such a classic feeling. I feel like I say this every year, yep. but yeah. <laughs> so you've been with the Courage since 2018, right? Yes, I have. Yeah. I was drafted here. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So how have you seen the team like change and grow? Like, is there anything that sticks out in your mind? I'm sure you've seen a lot. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. It's like a completely different team now. And it was weird because like for three years straight, our team didn't really change. And I guess like that was really rare for an NWSL team. And I didn't really know that because like I was new to the NWSL, but, um, yeah, now there's only, I think there's like only a couple of us now that have been with the team since kind of the beginning. And some girls actually still on the team have been since the Western New York flash, but, oh my gosh, it's changed so much. Like of the people, first of all, like the league also changing so much, um, like the quality of life off the field, really everything like <laughs> when I first got here it was just so different in ev- in every way and for the most part is it all good changes like are you are you happy with how it's grown yeah yeah definitely like we so our team um deals with the housing and puts us in apartments and like that's like one of the biggest changes I feel like they like where we live now is so amazing And like, we can walk to coffee. We live in a really cute area. The whole, basically the whole team lives in this apartment. Um, But that's probably like (laughs) the biggest change just because it affects you so much, like where you live matters so much. Um, So that's probably the most positive change. And then I feel like at North Carolina, we have been very blessed with like the fields, our stadium, I've always loved. They take like such good care of the practice facilities. We have the same um, gym and like weight guy that we work with, Mike Young, who's who's so good. He's the best. Um, but yeah, all good. That's awesome. And, yeah. and what about you as a personally as a player? How do, how have you grown since twenty eighteen? How has your changed? It could be on or off the field. Um, oh gosh. I mean, I've changed a lot. Like I was here when I was 21 years old, which is crazy to think about. Like I was a kid. I had no idea what I was getting myself into. I didn't know really anything about the league when I first 
was drafted to North Carolina. So I really didn't have any expectations, but oh gosh, I think that maybe the biggest thing I can think of, I mean, obviously I've grown as a player a ton and learned so much from everyone and um, all of that with soccer, but I feel like off the field, I think I put like a lot more care into like being a pro. Um, And I think I've learned that just every year. And that's like something I kind of genuinely enjoy now, just like making sure I'm getting my recovery in. Like when I first got here, I would like go to practice and then like, you know, do whatever I wanted when I first got here. Um, Like I'd be at the pool all day baking and (laughs) which I still love to do sometimes. But um, I think I'm just more than anything, like a more complete pro, like food, recovery, all the things like doing extra, whatever that may be. So, yeah. Can, yeah. Can you talk more about that? Like, what is your, I don't know what, not what is your diet, but how did you change your nutrition in terms of becoming a pro? Because it's so important for athletes to hear that side of things. Yeah. I think that like before I didn't really realize how much it affects you. And I think that like, I've never really like struggled with the fitness aspect or or, like running. And it hasn't, I think it's been like, I've been lucky because it hasn't, that part hasn't been hard for me. But then once I started like doing these extra things, I realized how much like better I could be. Like, I, I think I was just like content for a little bit with being like, oh yeah, like I feel good running, but I'm not going to go out of my way to like make sure that I have a really, really good like dinner the night before. But yeah, I think just like doing really the little things, like I'm kind of a psycho, like, and it's funny because I actually follow the balance buyers. I'm a big balance buyers. Fan. <laughs> Me, you. I do the same things. Like I am always bringing my own food to the airport, like, and it looks crazy and you have to put in the effort, but like things like that, I'm very cautious about what I eat. And then like just recovery, I think like constantly being in the legs, constantly going on walks and like, I really enjoy it. So it's not like, it's not like chores to me, but just like making sure like before I would never foam roll, I would never stretch, but just like doing those little things, I think has helped me so much. And I can tell when I don't do them. So like, even just like my bedtime or something really simple or getting up early to have the extra hour in the morning to myself. Like there, there's just like so many things that I've kind of incorporated and then just like figured out what really works for me. And then adding things like subtracting things, like just making sure that I change it up. So I'm not like getting bored, but, um, yeah, I like have really learned to kind of enjoy like my routines and the things that I do off the field. Yeah. You, you mentioned that they don't feel like chores. Did did it ever feel like that? Or have you always enjoyed that? Like once you started doing it or was it hard in the beginning? Yeah. I think I just didn't really like know that much, like about these things or how much they would affect me in a good way. Or I'd be like, Oh, like, I don't, I don't feel like going to the grocery store. I don't feel like cooking. Like I'm just going to go out and grab a quick meal, which is totally fine. And like, it happens. I, I can't cook like every night. And, you know, there's things that happen where you have to do that. But now I like, I plan for it in the day. Like I love going to the grocery store and like <laughs> my big event for the day after training. Um, what grocery yeah. store do you have near you? What was that? What grocery stores do you have near you? Anything good? Um, 
I mean, I'm such a whole foods girl. I like, I love whole foods, but, um, yeah, that's really the main one that I go to, um, just cause I really like their produce and stuff. But like when we go to LA, I like love air one. I know it's like the most expensive grocery store ever, but like, I love stores like that. Um, but I'm kind of basic. I really just do Whole Foods. I'm going to ask if she went into Whole Foods um, and did the salad bar and had like a $28 salad because that's like $40. Yeah. <laughs> it would be like $40 because I'd be like putting all the heaviest things on the plate. I believe it. Whole Foods is like not cheap. But I think another thing is like I've realized that like sometimes when I used to go to the grocery store, I used to be like really picky, like, oh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to buy that because it's maybe a little bit more expensive. But now I think that's something that I like really enjoy and like, don't really mind putting my money towards just because I know how big of a difference it makes. Like, so now I'll just, I'll buy the extra thing. So. I love it. You touched on a lot of, you know, little aspects of controllables that, I feel like are often neglected, especially at the college level. And yes, the demand of play, I'm sure is what was like the, a big motivation to like, you're trying to get every edge that you can possibly get. But I'm just curious, what kind of habits did you have as a collegiate athlete? Because we always laugh, like, I think I used to sleep maybe five hours a night, like maximum. We used to eat yeah waffles in the you know in the cafeteria literally a few hours before a game and things like that so I'm just curious what were some of your bad habits maybe that you had as a collegiate athlete and do you wish that you kind of started to change those habits a little earlier yeah oh my god I was like (laughs) I cannot believe the things I used to do I used to like eat so much Nutella I would eat Nutella and ice cream all the time in my room there was a light on our campus and I would just like have a Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich for dinner and be like perfect like I got my protein in um oh my gosh I think like I was just super careless with what I ate I was like whatever like I'll I'll do my best but this this is food like it has to be doing something um I also did go to bed really late it would the night would just get carried away. And then I wake up for 6am lift and I'd be like, Oh my gosh, I took a nap every single day in college, like at least an hour nap every single day. Um, Out of of necessity, probably. I mean, I was like, I don't know if I have the time. I like made time for it, like would blow off homework to take a nap for sure. Like it was so important, but I wasn't getting enough sleep. So I was exhausted. I was exhausted all the time. Um, But to answer the second part of your question, I do think it would be nice to maybe have done some of these things that I'm doing now earlier, but I don't want to say like, I don't know, like I enjoyed college so much. And I think that, I don't know, there's something about like sometimes getting like too serious too early, just in my mind, like I'm, I'm happy that I was able to enjoy it and not put so much pressure on myself about like my dinner that night, like in college, just because I think it would have stressed me out. And like, I was just like messing around with my friends, having so much fun laughing. And like, maybe I wish I would have known like earlier in my pro career, but I think for college, like, I'll just, I'll just take the L on that. And (laughs) good. That's honestly, that was honestly why I asked because like when you're in college and when you're, you're adapting to so many 
different things all at once. So there's just the stress of like adapting to the schedule, the workload demand, the demands of the sport. And then that's what I think I, I agree with you is that to try and have every single duck in a row when you're in college, it's, it's a lot. That's, it's almost too much to put on you. It's yeah. a full-time job. It's the job of a professional athlete. So when you're trying in school, some things have to give. And yeah, I, I that's yeah. why I was actually hoping you were going to answer like a, a somewhere in the middle, finding a happy medium of, you know, try to get more sleep. But yeah, are you going to get eight to 10 hours of sleep as a college student? Like, no, you're going to be staying up watching movies or doing a social event or something some days. So I, I do. I love that finding the balance. Is there one thing that you change out of your habits that you feel like maybe was the biggest game changer for you or the most important one? Was it more food or nutrition based or hydration or sleep? Um, like from earlier on from college, yeah. I feel like, I feel like maybe, um, I think maybe food, like just because like we did have a cafeteria and I ate there a lot, like in my freshman and sophomore year, but then I lived in a house and like, I was okay about it. Like I didn't eat like complete crap all the time, but like, I think that was a little bit more controllable. Like, and I, and I'm not saying sleep just because I feel like I had so many like funny nights and like good memories with my friend, like my friends past, um, when I was supposed to probably be in bed. So yeah, probably food I would have changed. I think that's pretty, I'm sure that a lot of people feel that way. I know we probably yeah. all do. Yeah. Um, and also in college, you switched positions, right? Like you ended up switching to a defender when you were in college. Yeah, I did. I was recruited as a forward. Um, and then they switched me to right back and I've played right back ever since. And how was that change? Was that something that you did begrudgingly or were you like open-minded? Like that's a big switch. Yeah. Um, I was like so happy to, <laughs> to do it. I was just like, whatever. Like, I, I feel like my mindset was a little different than it is now, but I'm, I was just like very go with the flow. I wanted to play really bad. And I was like, if it's going to get me on the field, I want to play. And then the way we played was like, I was still really involved in the attack. So I was like, I kind of get to do what I like to do. I just got to make sure that I'm back and doing my thing defensively, but I was really happy to do it. And it was hard. Like, like I said, I wanted to play really bad. And my, my um, recruiting class was 15 girls at TCU. That's crazy. Yeah. And like, we just did not have a right back. Like nobody played right back. So I was like, okay, fine. I'll do it. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure the co obviously the coach saw that you could be versatile, which is like a huge compliment. Yeah. Yeah. No, and that's then, and then you were said yes because like no no coach, if you were like, eh, I really don't want to, but for four, it's like, well, like I'm not gonna invest in you if you're not gonna, you know, be right. so right. that's big. Good player, yeah. Do you um do you have any tips for other players who are asked to switch positions like later, like in college and later in their career? Yeah, it's funny because I actually played center back the first like two games maybe of the season, first couple games. And I was like, oh my gosh, I don't like this. I really don't want to play this. I miss right back. Like, why why did I ever take it for granted? Like I be back out there. But I think my advice would be to just be patient because it is a huge compliment when coaches see that you can play multiple multiple positions and so for me the whole time I was playing center back this year just because that's fresher on my mind um I was just like just learn from it this because this could help me 
be a better right back. Like it, and it just because you're there in a position, it doesn't mean you're going to be there for forever. And like all positions are so important and like seeing the field from a different position could really help you in another way. So that was kind of my mindset. And then obviously like I wanted to do what was best for the team and we really needed me there at the beginning of the year. So I was just like, I kind of have to like suck this up and do my best because the team needs me here. So, yeah. What did you think helped you when you first switched? Was it watching film, like just like working one-on-one with the coach or just like you're having your teammates around you who, who, you know, are playing on the defense side of things? Like what do you think helps the most? Yeah, I think, I mean, I think all of it, like I watched a lot of film with my coaches about like on center back and then, um, the people around me helped a ton, like KK, Kaylee Kurtz is the other center back on the courage. So they moved me to left center back because KK plays on the right. So she talks like a ton in a game anyway. And she was just like extra, um, aware of me and my positioning, which is like not easy to do. Yeah. Um, so I'm very thankful for her, <laughs> for her help <laughs> screaming at me, but it was, it was very helpful, but, um, And then we did some things like before, after practice, I was just really trying to like, it can be overwhelming because I was trying to listen to everybody. And sometimes I'm like, okay, now I feel like I'm being overcoached maybe a little bit because you want to be able to, you know, like follow your instincts and not like second guess yourself. Cause I feel like that's when you really get yourself into trouble, but yeah, just like a certain amount of film helped me. And then a certain amount of like (laughs) talking and coaching helped me. But like I said, you have to be careful about not like really harping on too many things. It's so true. It's so easy to overthink things. And you, I'm so happy you brought it up. Like, don't forget to listen to your own intuition in the game, like in the moment, because you could be in your head being like, Oh wait, coach said, or my teammate said this, you know? But yeah. I also love the tip that like, don't be afraid to just ask your teammates for help who are in that position too, because yeah. they know a whole lot about it and they could be super helpful when you're making that transition. Right. No, it was super helpful. I'm like, I'm, I don't think I would have done it or been able to do it if KK hadn't been talking me through it. Are you, are you tight with a lot of the defenders off the field as well? Do you think that's something that helps? Yeah, honestly, I feel like I'm very close with everybody on the team. Like, but I do think as a back line, we are very close. Um, and then obviously with Casey and Goal, but I think just as a group, like it's funny, like obviously I work with them a lot, but then I have a really good relationship with like Caro, who plays wide with me a lot, and then like the sixes. So it's really it's it's interesting because it's just like so many different like <laughs> relationships on and off the field, but as a team, I would say that like, I think part of the reason we are doing well right now, and obviously you go through ebbs and flows in the season, but, um, we're such a close team and like, we genuinely really enjoy being with each other and it helps so much because like, if I know Caro really well off the field, like if I tell her something on the field, she's like, okay, yeah, like that makes sense. And it's not like she, like she knows I'm just trying to help her. So I think that all really helps. Yeah, definitely. I feel like when you have build that foundation off the field and you have that trust, then, you know, on the field, like you're looking out for each other, you're doing it for a reason. It's not, it's nothing but wanting the other person to succeed. You succeed and the team. Right. For sure. 
how do you feel like how, how is your social life balance or just like balancing life in general is that t- something that you find easy or challenging or um it's funny like I mean I think I have a social life but <laughs> I would say that my social life looks probably very different than like some of my high school friends um but like like I said earlier we all live in the or most of us live in the same apartment complex and like we love to do things together. It's fun. I mean, I don't really have a lot of other friends in Raleigh besides my teammates, which is totally fine. But like, um, I really like if I'm, if we're doing something social, I like always hang out with the team, but we do fun things. Like we have game nights. We'll go to dinners. Um, we're, I actually started a book club on my team. So we're doing that, which is really oh, fun. All the teams were like, why don't you guys have book clubs? Because you're pretty much all sharing the books anyway. I know. it's It's been really fun. So this is actually our first month that we did it. Um, and our meeting is next week. So it's it's going to be hilarious. But it's fun. I mean, we all, like I said, we all like love each other so much. It's so fun to hang out. I really do not get sick of these girls. Awesome. So, yeah. That's a sign of a good team. What's the book? Yeah. What was that? What's the first book? The first book was The Nightingale. Nice. Okay. Yeah. It's, How many it's, of you are in this club? I'm just curious. Was it the whole team? Yeah, there's a lot of us. I think it's like 13, 14. I'm trying to like recruit these other girls. I'm like, why aren't you in the book club? But um, you're a book pusher now. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> it's all we talk about. We're like, what page are you on? Like, Dude, I'm a self-appointed president of my book club. We're going on nine months strong. And if people don't read the book, I'm like, don't come to the meeting. Like, No, that's what I said. I was like, I'm sorry. Like, I will be the biggest Karen about this. Like, the book club moves on without you if you're not ready to come to this meeting. If you didn't read the book, like, we're moving on. So (laughs) we got to pick the book before we all leave for the July break, before these girls leave for the World Cup. Like, so it's, it's a strict book club, but it's fun. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. And do you think like doing things like that, does that help prevent burnout for you? Like, or have you ever felt burnout? Cause you guys do have such a long season. Yeah. So- yeah. I, I feel like, I mean, I've definitely been burnt out before, but yeah, I think the moments that I definitely feel burnt out is when I'm just like, so consumed by soccer. Like I, and I think I did it. I'm better about it now, but earlier when I played for the courage, I would just like constantly be thinking about soccer. Like I would come back and I would just like be thinking about what happened at practice that day, or if I did well, or if I didn't, if if I could change the things that I did at practice. And I think like getting out and socializing and doing fun things that have nothing to do with soccer, even though they're with my teammates, but like, these are my friends too. So like, I don't really think of them that way, but I think that's a huge thing is like doing other things that have nothing to do with soccer and like not talking about soccer and just having a separate life. I think that's like, it's super important and definitely keeps you from burning out. So nice to forget about it for a little bit, you know? (laughs) Yeah. It's also hard sometimes though, because then sometimes when we're together, I'm like, oh my God, we're just talking about soccer. (laughs) That is the other hard thing to balance it with. That's so funny. Sometimes you just got to cut it off and be like, okay, no soccer talk. But yeah. All right. So I'm curious throughout your whole journey of soccer from playing from a little kid all the way up through now, 
Uh, what is one of the biggest life lessons that soccer has taught you? Oh gosh, lots of things. Um, I think the thing that really sticks out to me is probably patience. Um, but like kind of along with that, I would say just kind of enjoying each day because like you, I feel like for a lot of my career, I was so focused on like, I really want this one thing. I really want to start. I really want to do this. And then like, but when I look back on it, like before earlier in my career, I feel like, like I remember the really fun days. I don't really remember that much of being like, Oh, I really want to start. I really want to do this. So I think just like enjoying each day and like still having goals. I think that's still really important, but just like kind of living in the moment and um, just trusting that with hard work and all the things that it'll come and just being patient in that as well. It's funny you brought that up because we actually are making an apparel item that's all about like looking back and remembering the fun memories you had with your teammates. And of course, like all of the trophies are amazing and all of those things are so important too. But when you really look at it, it's like being present and enjoying every second that you can play. It's just so important. And it's an amazing reminder for everyone listening. It's something I wish I told myself every day during when we played in college. Right. No, it's so true. It's so true. Guys, anything else before we jump into rapid fire? All right. We call it rapid fire. It's a slow burn. You can think about it. Okay. <laughs> First thing, what's a sport you wish you were good at? Um, oh, gosh. Um, I think it'd be really cool to be good at surfing. That's a good one. You go to the yeah. Outer Banks. You're not that far, right? I actually haven't been to the Outer Banks. I, I've been to Wilmington, but I like do not know how to surf. Love Wilmington. Oh, the best. It's awesome. Yeah. What's a world record you have a shot at beating? <laughs> oh, or something you're just oddly really good at. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You guys, I don't know. <laughs> um, Running a book club? <laughs> reading books how many books do you read so I actually I'm kind of a well I'm kind of a new reader this year and I've been keeping track on like Goodreads um I I think I've read like maybe 10 books this year yeah that's awesome that works (laughs) all right what is your spirit animal oh a horse for sure you, you knew that one right away. Yeah. Yeah. I've discussed that with people before. <laughs> Did you grow up with horses or around horses or this is just a hole that's in your head? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, I didn't grow up with horses. I've like ridden horses before, but I don't know. I just have this like thing with horses and I would love to have a horse and ride horses <laughs> regularly, but I don't at all. That would be a fun, fun group thing. You guys could go horseback riding. Uh- Oh, it'd be so fun. I would love to do that. Your coach is going to kill you because (laughs) one of you fall off. Like (laughs) something bad would happen and I would definitely. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's like our coach. He would, if he found out you were playing intramural basketball or anything, like he would flip out. But anyway, (laughs) speaking of what's like the silliest injury you've ever had, like, have you ever had like something ridiculous happen? 
off the field, maybe? Mm, oh my God. I feel like I'm always hurting myself. So I'm surprised I can't think of some, Oh, well I did like, this is kind of gross, but, um, I popped a blister on my foot with a needle and I like put it on fire first. Like I thought I was like sterilized and, um, I got staph infection in my foot. Like I got MRSA. (gasps) Oh my (laughs) God. No, it was terrible. It hurt so bad. They had to like drain it, but I just thought of another one. I, this is like the stupidest story ever, but I, so it was during COVID and I was just like trying to be a good pro. I wanted to go on a little jog around the field and like I was jogging on turf, but I took my shoes off and it was like in the middle of summer and I like seared the bottom of my feet off. Yeah. Like, like I was like, no, I'm grounding. I'm grounding. You need to stay away from hot things. (laughs) It it was so crazy. Like that's nuts. I was like crawling around my apartment. It was ridiculous. Yeah, that's oh a real God. problem. I've done that to myself also thinking like not even my brain, not even registering just how hot it was and like literally melted rubber on the bottom yeah. of my feet. It was not, yeah. wasn't this good. This is why they need to get rid of turf. Yeah, exactly. Okay. What's one thing you can't travel without on an away trip? Um, the headphones. <laughs> What'd you say? And you can't say headphones because everyone says that. Oh, I actually wouldn't say headphones. I like do not. I don't really use headphones that much, which is weird. Um, I think, I mean, I would want to say like my food that I bring <laughs> or like my journal. Nice. Good answers. Good answer. Yeah. All right. What is the best thing you can cook? Um, hmm. I'm like very obsessed with butternut squash. It's like nothing crazy, but <laughs> it sounds really boring. It's like maybe not that good. I'm very good at roasting butternut squash. Yeah, no, that's good. That's a top-notch item. That's yeah. Good. You don't want to overcook that. Then it's not good. Exactly. <laughs> if you could have dinner with any athlete of any sport, who would it be? Hmm. Oh my gosh. Um, hmm. this should be really easy, but it's not, um, maybe like I'm a big, like avalanche hockey fan. So maybe one of those guys, All right. Um, maybe and- their captain, I'll say their captain Landis Scott. I like that. Cool. If you had a sandwich named after you, what would be on it? Um, butternut squash. <laughs> butternut squash sandwich. That fire, actually. <laughs> I've never had butternut squash on a sandwich, but I actually yeah. oh actually I have put it on sourdough before. That's good. Um maybe butternut squash, but I also love like vinegary tasting things. So like oil and vinegar, mustard, pickles, turkey, kind of plain, but like really flavorful. A classic. That's good. That sounds really good. Yeah. Would you put like salt and vinegar chips in it? Because I feel like I, that's I, what I would do. <laughs> I would do that. I love a little crunch in my sandwich. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. And last question. What is your biggest soccer girl problem? <laughs> oh, gosh. 
Um, besides searing your feet on a turf, <laughs> like a current soccer girl problem. Yeah, one one that annoys you on a pretty regular basis. I'm curious. Hmm. Let me think. <laughs> oh gosh, sorry. These are not rapid fire at all. They never are for anyone. <laughs> okay. Um. I want to say just like being on turf right now in general, just because of the rain, it's like so annoying. The ball's bouncing everywhere. It's bobbling. Our passing patterns are not good. Like <laughs> it's just so annoying. It's so funny how different rain on grass is from rain on turf. Yeah. It's so like, much more enjoyable on grass. <laughs> I, yeah, exactly. Well, Ryan, thank you so much for coming on. It was great to get to know you more. And we're so excited to continue to watch your career. Um, and hopefully we get to see you play in person soon. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me. This was so fun. Awesome. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.